What's going on, bookworms? How's it going? Welcome to the very first episode of Not Your Mom's Book Club podcast. That is a mouthful, so I'll say it again. Not Your Mom's Book Club podcast. I am your host, Josh Martinez. Uh, basically, what this podcast is, is what it sounds like. It's a book club uh, where we read books, we discuss it, uh, we keep it pretty chill, but we do want to keep the conversation going. The whole point of this podcast is we feel like uh, with the rise of technology and how great it is, we're kind of losing our roots in the uh, literary world. Uh, so this is just kind of help rekindle that for those of us that uh, don't read as much and want to start like myself or those of you that do read a lot and want a community where you can, um, you know, find other people that are just as, as, as nerdy as you in the book world. Because uh, this is what this is. We want this to be community. So let me introduce our other co-host uh, to my left. I have Mr. Ray Martell. Mr. Ray Martell, say what's up. What's up? What's up? So how avid of a reader are you on a scale uh, of 1 to 10? Not at all. <laughs> I mean, I really didn't start reading until you told me about this podcast. Yeah. And in, in school, if we were assigned a book, I would find the shortcut. I would watch the spark movie notes or, it. or Spark Noted. <laughs> so, yeah, I honestly didn't start reading until... You. All right, hey, so, and that's and that's kind of that's the point. That's the yeah. point of this podcast, you know, is to get people who uh, haven't read reading again. And to my right, we have the uh, lovely Lauren, Lauren, Lauren Dewey. Say what's up. Hey, hey, hey. And Lauren, what's on a scale of one to ten? What is your reading level? I'd say a four. <laughs> Being I, modest, pretty I, modest. I'd say four, probably. I mean, I did the, I did most of my high school reading if I was behind, you know. I, yeah. I'd, uh, I'd. Defer to spark notes. <laughs> I think we all did. Um, I think we all did. Yeah, but I, you know, I really tried to to stay with it in college. Mm -hmm. I've read a lot of plays. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's kind of the extent of my knowledge and my uh, higher education. Yeah. <laughs> um, just the plays. I am just lots a and lots and lots of plays. Uh, but this this was an interesting little project that you brought along. So uh, yeah, I'm glad you guys uh, agreed to it. Yeah, first, I of almost yeah. backed up. You all, yeah, uh, I, you, dude. I, I'm done with school. Dude. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I think both of us were both like, oh, I'm not... this is awesome. And then we got the first project, and we're like, oh. But man, this is this is. <laughs> it's hard. tougher than it than we thought it was. It's hard. And I'm not paying you either, so you guys could back out. I mean, no, that's not. You guys are paid. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get a contract going. Uh, all right. So for the first episode, we read Ready Player One by Ernest Cline. Uh, we figured this was a good one to jump on with the movie coming out this weekend. We're also recording this uh, April second of 2018. Um, it is. A huge block. I remember the, all the hype for it. Uh, I, I knew a couple of friends that read it before I knew the movie was coming out, uh, and they all told me to read it before I was like, I'll read it. Uh, Ray, Lauren, have you guys heard of this before uh, the movie and all the hype? Or? No, I actually found out about it until like, I, I saw the trailer floating around. All right. Time, and then it took my interest. Like, what is this? Like, oh, it's a book before. Yeah, I'm not going to read that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching but the, the trailer. When I first saw the trailer, it was really got my attention. It looked yeah. pretty, pretty dope. Lauren? I heard about it before the trailer came out. I heard that they were casting some up-and-coming new actor yeah. for, for the Spielberg movie. It was going around the, the acting community like, oh, wow, they're like taking a brand new character yeah, yeah. Brand, you know. fresh face yeah it was i think uh yeah i mean to me let's like i said i i have friends that read and and when i was at 
the old job I had, he was reading it and he was like, this is like such a good book, dude, you have to read it. He goes, if you like video games, you're going to love this. And I love video games. And uh, when I read this book, I fell in love with it because right off the bat, it's like 80s reference. It's Oingo Boingo. <laughs> Uh, then they do Heather's, and then they do just uh, then they do the Breakfast Club reference. It was just all over the place, and I, I yeah, fell the first in love chapter. With it. I don't think it doesn't happen a lot. Like after the first chapter, but the first chapter they do like little little notes, so you can get what's going on. Like, yeah, the and the, yeah. for the for the invitation. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was be like the whole book, but that just that kind of stopped after the, the intro. Exactly. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and get to it. This uh, we do have to issue a spoiler alert if you care about that, because we do go through the whole book as much as we can, as quickly as we can, but also as thoroughly as we can, uh, if that makes sense. Uh, so if you haven't read the book, don't listen to this just yet. Read the book and then w- listen. Or if you don't give two fucks. Uh, go ahead and just listen all the way through. Uh, all right, so let's let's jump right in this. Uh, we were mentioning before the prologue. Basically, what happens is uh, there's this inventor or programmer, super smart dude named James Holiday, and he passes away. Uh, but the interesting thing is he lives this uh, really cool video will where he challenges the people that play his video game, the Oasis, to find uh, to go on this huge scavenger hunt, Easter egg hunt and find these clues that will lead these people to his fortune. In other words, whoever finds all the clues gets his money, gets to own the whole Oasis uh, platform and just be the filthiest, richest dude on the or girl <laughs> on the planet. Um, and like I said, it was really cool because he, he, he does little hints apparently like in, in the actual video as it's playing along. Um, and people were studying it. I thought that was super. Yeah. <laughs> Can you? I mean, it just it, it blew me away. Just the fact that somebody had you know to study somebody's like will fifty times over to get little references and stuff. Yeah, and this and this takes place in twenty forty five. So like it's it's tw- not, not far away. not far it's not, not far it's away. not far off. This this and they live in basically this dystopian society where the earth is crumbling and falling apart and people live on trailers. They give like expo- exposition of what what it looks like to yeah. live in America and it, it's really a trash pit. Yeah, what was it? It was like overpopulated. There was overpopulated. The fossil fuels, uh, oils. We use all the oil in the in the, uh, in the ground. Uh, There's trailers stacked on top of each other. They're called stacks. Yeah. People live on top. Originality. Of each other. <laughs> um, and it's and basically like they talk about uh, this guy creating a world, a utopian society for people to to escape mm-hmm. this extreme poverty. It's because I think he even on the beginning of the chapter one from because he in order to do the game, he also leaves his journal, which is which they all label the almanac, which is just yeah. James Holiday's like since he was a kid, his writings, his kind of like the Bible. Of these kids. Yeah, exactly. To, to the hunters that uh, try to find all the eggs. And in the quote, he says, people suck. Video games are the only thing that give relief. I'm paraphrasing, of course. And then he creates this like completely submersive world like if wow, Starcraft, Diablo, uh, had a 50 million ton baby and spread it out and everyone had access to it. That's exactly what this world is, which is super awesome. Um, but in a world, but in the, when the outside world is pretty much dead and non-existent, it's also kind of sad and scary. Um, but another scary thing about this too is, you know, most apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic worlds, uh, it's like one major cataclysmic event that happens, like an asteroid hit the sun and everything happened, or the moon blew up and now the tides are weird, so we have no more oceans. But this actually seems pretty real. 
that like the fossil, especially like South Africa is like yeah. running out of water, uh, mm-hmm. and then you know everyone's uh, global warming and stuff. So this seemed like super real to me. Yeah, I don't know about twenty years, but definitely within like the next hundred, it will be like I feel like we'll be like close to if this. we don't do something fast. <laughs> We're not trying to be preachy. We're just saying. <laughs> and uh, also in the the prequel or the. Mm-hmm. The book, they give you the first clue. That's right. They do. Right away, that right away. Mm-hmm. I forgot. He, yeah, because that's how he finds it. Uh, you want to read the clue, Lauren? Do you have it? Uh, three hidden keys open three secret gates, wherein the errant will be tested for worthy traits, and those with the skill to survive these traits will reach the end where the prize awaits. Everybody write that down. <laughs> Did you write that down? Did you write that down? Yeah, Technically, that's that's not, I guess, the that's not, it's the, the proper clue, but <laughs> it's it's basically his will and testament. Like, if you find these things, you will have billions and billions of dollars. Yeah, he sells it pretty pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't I, want to play. Like it. yeah, like <laughs> someone who loves that kind of shit. I'm like hell yeah, let's do this. Um, but it's, then yeah, someone that doesn't like play video games at all ever and doesn't even know how to operate a controller. <laughs> Are you speaking um, out of personal experience, Lauren? Sh- we can say that. Yeah, I, think, I think the last game console was GameCube, so um, I'm, I'm yeah, on Lauren's That's not a bad thing. Right oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, I didn't even know how to turn it on. I had to ask my brother every time. But I, I was really <laughs> concerned about enjoying this, and it it was fantastic. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, so let's so we're, let's yeah. move from the prologue. We're going to chapter one. We're introduced to our hero, uh, Wade Watts, because his he actually has a really sad uh, backstory. Uh, his his dad named him Wade Watts because he wanted him to sound like a Peter Parker or a Tony Stark kind of thing. He wanted him to sound like a comic book character. Uh, his parents married young. Uh, was his dad? His dad was a drug addict, right? Was that it? He was an alcoholic. He's an alcoholic. Abusive alcoholic. Abusive alcoholic. His mom was a drug. His mom was a bipolar. Because she blew up in a meth thing experience, which yeah. happens in Oklahoma. Yeah, That's actually <laughs> Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Yes, it is. OKC. Yes. Where I went to college. <laughs> I, I went to college in Tulsa, and I, I, I think you Get and it. I can. Yeah, it's Get it. it's a real. It's interesting. There are interesting people everywhere in the world, uh, but there's a special kind of person in in the South. Um, so I can imagine everything that, that happened, uh, to him being completely real. Uh, but he, he doesn't, he lives with his aunt, he lives with his and aunt. stuck with his aunt, who had like a abusive boyfriend that she had? No, she, she, I think she has, it's one of those like rotating doors uh, kind of thing. And he's just like, yeah, since I'm, I'm fucking her, so I'm fucking man <laughs> in the house, you know? Yeah. Uh, plus there's, there's like 10 people living mm-hmm. in the same trailer with yeah, him. And terrible. he's not even, he lives, he sleeps in the washroom. And then he also has like a hideaway in the junk pile mm-hmm. off the thing, uh, off to the side where he plays the Oasis. Uh, but he's also poor, so he doesn't own an Oasis. It's actually, um, which is super interesting, uh, they're allowed to do school inside of the video game. Yeah, that was intense. That was super cool. <laughs> yeah. um, so basically they, you know, uh, because schools are so overcrowded now and so hard to get to, if you pass... I think when we, like in elementary, you had to pass a certain test, and if the state deemed you viable, they gave you your own Oasis system, uh, and you can go to school in virtual reality. Yeah, it was it, be, it was more than a game too. Like just reading the first chapter became like a reality for people. It, it became kind of like Craigslist almost yeah. in a way, where people were selling things. They were um, shopping. I think the, the money in the game was also real. It had a real value too. In like Bitcoin real life. boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do we want to bring in the movie? aspect of this do you guys want I was to definitely I was me jumping in it I, yeah. I haven't seen the movie uh, I, 
two out of three of us have seen the movie, and I am yeah, not. Think we can talk about so <laughs> this is where I sit aside. I, this is where I just pose the questions. And as far as the movie goes, how how on key and on point are it, we booked to movie? It literally was on point at the at the prologue, and then it completely shuts off. So, like this whole first section of the book is missing. Like they don't even mention school. Yeah, you don't see him go to school at all or you don't see him go to Ludus. <laughs> this dude's just not yeah. a school yeah. in the movie. You don't they don't really like reference or they don't really make a point like money is current in both worlds. Yeah. That people literally live just more than just play. They they make it seem like people get away in the mm-hmm. movie rather than in the book it's like, oh I live. It's a livelihood. Yeah. yeah. And they don't um and and um our our main dude here, he doesn't he like is supposed to be this Chubby looking, like very introverted, shy kid that gets Acne picked face. on and bullied. Yeah. And he he ends up dropping out of like actual school in real life to go to Oasis school in like sixth grade or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he so he could make his own avatar to not look how he is, so he wouldn't get made fun of anyone. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> and the the movie is not like that at all. I mean, of course, he's a handsome guy. You gotta be able to look at something good to keep your yeah. attention. Uh, you know what I mean? I guess. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing like, a chubby kid play this. Yeah, no. I know! <laughs> and um, we learn his name's Parsable. 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 In the first chapter. After, that's his avatar. That's his av- after the, one of the Knights of the Round Table that finds the Holy Grail for mm-hmm. Arthur. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep that in mind. That is something to hold on to. Um, and then, so are we going back to the book or are you guys? Are back back place? Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Uh, uh, so then anyway, so he actually has a friend we meet his friends. Uh, the friend's name is H. He's another dude. Uh, so the whole thing too is, uh, while this is all going on, people are still talking about, uh, the, the hunt. They're talking about looking for the Easter eggs and stuff. Uh, so all, and because James Halliday grew up in the eighties, 80s pop culture has completely uh, been reborn. Everybody's watching the movies. Everybody's watching the TV shows. Everybody's dressing in the acid wash jeans with uh, and the chucks, uh, with the slick Ray-Bans, uh, looking like Tom Cruise and uh, Risky Business. Uh, and so he finds in H a comrade who is also very obsessed with Holiday uh, mm-hmm. in the 80s culture uh, which is super cool because uh, like chat rooms now are private hideouts <laughs> yeah uh, and he has like and H has this like super dope tree house where basement. It, it was it's a basement, basement. it was yeah. a basement oh that's right with like seven it was like 70s wood I think it was him or Wade that made like a family ties like living room right that was, was that it it was it, it was, was him H. it was H it was H so that's yeah his name is interesting I didn't know really how to pronounce it because it's spelled H a-E-C. Oh, was that Marina? I was like, ah. And then they, they <laughs> mentioned like, oh. And then, yeah, it's like, he slyly tells Z, or Parsival, he calls him Z, yeah. that, hey, the first letter of my name is H. It's by the Coney. H. Yeah, I was like, oh, Whoa, I was totally oh saying, I was totally saying H until the first page. It's like, oh, now, yeah. I, now I get it. Now I know how to pronounce it. And they're, Let me reread. And like that was a huge deal because anonymity was is so important in the in the Oasis world. You want to remain as anonymous as possible, especially with age, because we learn to figure out he's kind of hard to tie down. Yeah. Like he mm-hmm. he's not in the school, so the school doesn't. No one has any records of him. Yeah, well, the whole point of the Oasis. People be like people that they are in real life. Exactly. Yeah, no. yeah, so. that's the whole exactly. Yeah. Um, they also mentioned what was his face that like poser dude. I rock. 
I rock. Yeah. <laughs> he like comes in. He, they they mention him for like maybe the first ten chapters, yeah, and then he just fades. They don't, they don't mention him at all. He's, he's a real poser there. I don't like him. He acts like he's all tough, and then him and and then him and Percival <laughs> have a fucking like nerd off in the basement, and everybody's watching. I think it's over. Uh, Cause the whole so basically at this point of the of the hunt too everyone swears kind of like, gave up right yeah it's five years in well everyone every, everyone that's studying it quotes it like the Bible like at this point like, and the people that study it are called gunters gunters which egg hunters egg hunters thank you thank you thank you Ray <laughs> you didn't see how Ray motioned it <laughs> he like tilted his forehead toward me like gunters egg, egg hunters, hunters. <laughs> just making it clear out yeah, there. yeah 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 um. So <laughs> I was just thrown off by the, the head nod. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, so uh, the Gunters are all kind of, you know, they're in there and they're watching just Parzival just school this kid on, on 80s trivia. Um, and he takes off. And then we find out that uh, there are like actual clans of real hardcore Gunters that are out uh, amongst the world. Because so what happens is in order to travel inside the Oasis, you need money. Um, because there are like actual planets with inside. Uh, however, Wade has no source of income, and since it's a school-generated Oasis uh, console, he can only stay within the school world. Yeah, he's pretty Paul poor. Lewis. He's pretty mm-hmm. poor in real life and in the Oasis. Yeah, which sucks. <laughs> uh, and he only he only goes with H sometimes, like piggybacks and does like some uh, level one bullshit, so he can level up because he can't really do the arenas. Because H is like a champion fighter. Uh, yeah, he's pretty known. He's a level yeah. Three. yeah, yeah. So he's big. He, H is big time, and Parzival's just like the dude that he, since he can't afford it, he can't level up. Yeah, uh, super hardcore. But, yeah, one of the one of the clans that we find out about is IOI, and they're within this mm-hmm. like gregarious simulation systems. That's the GSS, the corporation that like owns the Oasis, I right. guess, or that the Oasis is simulated through. Uh huh. Um, and and the it's it gets kind of tricky. I, I started having a hard time like yeah. yeah well, when they were out, describing like, them, it didn't sound like a bad gig. Like they pay these players. I think yeah. I think they have, like rewards for them. Well, and, I think like, I almost signed up. It know? takes it, it take it takes the fun out of it because then you're just like a corporate drone, just literally getting paid to. When these people are, are actually tr- with no income, nothing you know, nothing to their name, they're trying to look for this to get something out, mm-hmm. uh, and then these fools are just. It's what in the gaming world they call spamming, which is just it's like constantly doing the same shit over and over and over again, just cheating um, because they have unlimited resources. So other like real time gamers, they don't have that. So that's like cheating in a way. Yeah, you see the IOIs is like sellouts. Yeah, exactly. They're not playing for the right They're corporate. They're corporate. They're not real, you know. Um, But that is a good point to to bring up the IOI. They're kind of the uh, they're frowned upon in the in the Gunter world. They're kind of like the bad guys. They are. You could say that, Ray. <laughs> they are the enemy. You could say that they are evil. And they're uh, trying to take over the GSS people. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, is the whole point is they want to control the Oasis for their own good, and that's what everyone's afraid of because and they don't want to – Exactly, because that's what corporations do is take something pure and innocent and good and monetize the shit out of it. Mm, I wonder. <laughs> oh, wow, that sounds similar. Yeah, there's they always wanna... that guy. <laughs> <laughs> they, they want to have fees, monthly fees, put ads that cost Life money. Rooms, Tinder, Tinder, YouTube, Facebook, Facebook, <laughs> Pornhub. Uh, oh, I, uh, God. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, we also uh, we also learned about the Sixers, which are the spam people that you were talking about. Yeah. The the, the IOI 
guys. That's they right. That's what they call sixers. them. They call them the six. Why do they call them sixers again? The six it, digits. Six digits. That's right. Six. Every ID because they don't they don't have like an individual they don't have name. ID name. They're just a, they're literally yeah. just their ID badge. And we meet Which, our <laughs> we meet our lady also in this chapter. Artemis. Oh uh, yeah. Really? Wait, is it this? Is it chapter one? No, it's chapter two. Oh, we're moving to chapter two. Also, we're probably not going to hit everything uh, in this book. We're going to kind of stick to the main thing because there is so much. There's so I, much. There's so much to do. Like there's so much to go keys. into. Uh, I feel like we're going to have to just cover the keys, the gates, and... Yeah, uh, and maybe maybe some friendships, some we, relationships. If we talk about everything, we'll be here for five hours. For yeah, sure. for sure. For sure. For, for sure. For sure. I could talk uh, about Blade Runner for oh, God. three I could, hours. Yeah. Oh, for three. yeah, half the shit half the shit that went on was me... I, it took me a while to read because I was just like... Ooh, reading it i was just oh geeking out like my well, own before we go on what, what was like the one thing that like got you guys super excited like one uh, one i'll dress up with nowhere to go dude right off the bat i was like fuck, i put spotify on i was like every song they mentioned when i was playing i was like dude every time i finish yeah. reading or i'll take a break i'm definitely like these music yeah that's what i'm saying it was, it was <laughs> the shit the soundtrack to the movies oh yeah it's great oh yeah the soundtrack is good hands you down need, you need to go see it I, I'm gonna go see it. I'm probably gonna see it uh, later this week. Just want the heat to die Probably down. Probably later tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's <laughs> midnight showing. Two days later, doable. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so let's skip forward. So we realize Percival is the hardcore nerd. He's he's finding everything. Uh, somehow, I how does he figure out that the actual first key is on the school world? Latin class. Latin class, because there's Ooh. there's a clue Latin he leaves clue. behind. Ludus means um. Was oh, it, I wrote it down. Was it schooling? School. Yeah. Ludus means school, but it also means game. That's right. It's a double. It's a double entendre. Yes, you better do Google. That's, <laughs> well, that's a that's nice very, vocabulary word. I hope your English teachers. Look at, look at Shout her, out man. to Miss Shans, <laughs> English for Stony Point High School. <laughs> Represent. Uh, I can tell you've been reading a lot using that word right now. I've actually been doing like I've been doing like brain training on the app, <laughs> trying to educate myself, trying to better myself. To better uh, myself. So anyway, so yeah, so he finds that it's Latin. Uh, he realizes though he has to play it cool because everybody there's like a. There's a game going on. There's like a, it's like their version of football in the Oasis. It's like his high school versus the high school where the key is. is. Oh, yeah. Um, so anyway, where so Z, Z's high school. I mean, H's, H's high school, high school yeah. where he was. And so anyway, so he he goes in, uh, and it's kind of like a, it's a Dungeons and Dragons type layout where he everywhere he steps he has to find. Um, he he could either run into uh, uh, an enemy or he could find treasure, and somehow it's because of a certain it's a certain dungeon than dragons map that tomb of horrors the tomb of horrors. So he knows the whole layout, and he's able to bypass all the traps, all the all the monsters and stuff, and ends up with the king, who is a he's a level one, and this dude is a bad mamma jamma. Uh, so he does not want to fight him, so he approaches the king. And the king's like, introduce yourself. And he's like, I'm Percival. He's like, Percival, uh, I challenge you. And all of a sudden, this video game pops up, and it's Joust. <laughs> and, so, and for those of you that don't know, Joust is, is an old 80s game. It's pretty dope. Uh, they have it here at some of the bars in L.A. Oh, God. If you haven't. It's it's so much fun. Um, basically, what you do is you, you control an avatar, and you have to go through... Um, and you have to try to aim at the, at the second at the computer while also dodging things that are flying out you. Birds, uh, right? It's like bird. It's bird shaped. I don't really know. <laughs> they were saying birds in the birds book. Birds are the worst. <laughs> fucking so ostriches. The smug ass motherfuckers. <laughs> um, so anyway, so he plays them, 
uh, he he loses the first time, and then he's like, oh, what if I switch to the left side, which is initially the first player side, uh, and the king abides, and he's able to beat him that way. He beats him in his first try, uh, and yeah. he gets the key. Uh, which is the copper key. Which is the copper key. Copper key. The copper key. <laughs> and so you realize, oh, shit. Uh, and then his name chooses top of the leaderboard, and this is where we meet Artemis. Arch, arch threeness, <laughs> yes. And um, she's she he, which is this was cute because it was like he was following her this whole time, like with his blog and oh, stuff. Yeah, like yeah. he had, he was like he a, was a, had a celebrity crush on her. This is the extent of what people do after they match on Tinder with somebody. They like <laughs> Facebook and Instagram stalk the fuck well, out of them. That's very true. <laughs> I can vouch. <laughs> Ray, did, Ray did the same motion with the the Gunters that he said. It's very true. <laughs> um, no, but then and, and so it's he's freaking out and she's pissed because she's like, "How did you find?" Yeah, this? like, "What are you doing? Here? What are you doing?" Here? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I mean, he does, and he doesn't want to say, "I have the key," because he doesn't know if he dies. Like, if she kills him, does he lose the key? What happens? Yeah. Um, it's no combat, combat. Yeah, he didn't tell her anything. Yeah, he didn't tell her anything. He's just trying to keep it chill. And yeah. she's smart because she's like, I come around this time because it resets at midnight. So I beat. I try to do it the first time, wait till midnight passes, do and just again. do it again. Yeah, smart. Uh, which is very smart. Very smart. Uh, so mm-hmm. then, and she and she hasn't checked the leaderboard yet. She doesn't see that he's on top, that he got the key. Well, he doesn't know either. He doesn't either. Oh, that's right. Nobody yeah, knows. Yeah. So he's just like, yeah. He's, low, he's like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know what's, what's going on in here. Like, yeah. I didn't do it. I lost. Or he's like, he tells like he lost. He right? said, he goes, yeah, he said it was just really hard. Um, and then he's like, I got to go now. And then as he leaves, he kind of like hints like, hey, ask him to switch sides with you. And she kind of looks at like, at that point, I don't know, like, dude, you just gave away yeah. that you beat well, him. Well, before she, before he says that, she like, as they're talking, the feed pops up like on her visor, like the, new, the live news feed. And she's like, you son of a bitch. Oh, that's on. right. She does see it. Yeah, she, she does yeah, see she gets it. all pissed at first. She honestly, like, in the book, she seems so much more um, aggressive. Yeah. aggressive. She's competitive. She's, yeah, definitely. But she's aggressive and she's flirty. She's like super. She's super confident and super chatty. Like, she's, she's a she's a nerdy yeah. chick, man. In the movie, she's not like that. Nah, she's sure. a lot yeah. more standoffish. Yeah, and kind of cold, like curtly and. Yeah. Like yes. they make her look like a bitch instead of just like a competitive gamer, kind of. Um, she she's still like she's not really a bitch. She's just more of. A hard ass in the movie. Hard ass, like, but like more approachable, I think. Like mm-hmm. they hit it off very weird oh. right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right in the away, movie. Like, in, this, in this part of the book, she's like very like. I thought they hit it off right away in the book because they're kind of flirting and like they're having they're having a thing because she weird connection because he's like flirting with her but not he's yeah. awkward he's geeky flirting with her. Well, it it, it drags the relationship drags. I feel like in the book and in the movie it happened right away. It does well, and it, that's it the whole like point of the movie. More, <laughs> it felt like he was even more awkward in the movie. Like it felt like well, they have to play it up. It just was I don't know. They don't have the time to develop yeah, it the like time. the book. Yeah. Oh, that's gosh. that's another thing too is this relationship stalls out a little bit and i was like either do or don't i honestly didn't really feel a connection between the two characters until they start like dming each other yeah that's like, when uh, it got like, yeah like, there's like three pages of just mm. conversation between the both of them like oh look at them flirting oh and also <laughs> while they're flirting h h is blowing up parcel's uh oh, inbox yeah, like yeah, yeah. dude you have to call me back call me back when you get this yada 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 um but yeah just because he found the key it's not over yet it's not over yet because he has to use the key to get the egg. To open the gate. To open up the, the gate. gate to get to the egg. 
And so, uh, so he he go he finds out that it's well the keys give a clue. The keys have a clue on written on the thing, yeah. right? I forgot what's written on the. What you seek lies hidden in the trash on the deepest level of Dagorath. Oh, that's right. Because then that's when he figures out Dagorath was like his favorite. Because nerd nerd lesson, real quick. It yeah. explains in the book. Basically, before there was actual like. Um, laptops and and the atari and stuff like that they were on the on the macintosh one and other computer systems there was really low level graphic uh like adventure games and daggerath was one of them and that was one of james halliday's uh favorite games and he figures out okay he had a system the only system he would have that in in is is his hometown in his home in ohio and there's a planet that he made that resembles exactly like his old town in that time. Yeah. So Middletown. Middletown. How does how does he hitch the ride to Middletown? I forget. He can uh he gets coins. Oh, he gets coins, that's he right. He coins. gets like Oh yeah, he just gotta come up from finding the key. Right. So I think he's he can afford it. Level right? ten now. That's right. He jumps a whole fucking ten levels, uh which is dank. Yeah. And uh which so he's he, come up. For sure. For sure. And for then, sure. oh, then I liked it. There was like the added pressure that he can't be late for school because he has already so many absences. This is relatable. I was like, this is relatable, man. Say by the bill. So he was like, all right, fuck. I got, if I do this right, I can do it. And H is like, dude, call me. He's like, hold up. I got to take care of this. So he goes to the hometown. He figures it out. He, he He's like pushing. He goes inside. He's like pushing things in the room. It's the poster that, that does it, it's, though, right? Well, he plays the TMS-80. He puts the game into the TMS-80, and he plays the game, and when he wins the game... It opens up a portal. He says, there's like a, a the the guy, the wizard, what's his name? Anorath. 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 And he's, he's like, the gate is open, and there's a poster where there's a That's gate, and he unlocks it, and he like... And then he's in War Games. He's Matthew Broderick in War Games. What year was that movie? That movie is, um, if I'm not mistaken, 1984? Dude, I haven't seen War Games. Let's double check. That was before Ferris Bueller. Uh, War Games, my parents love that movie. They watched it all the time, and because of that, I... 83. War Games is oh 83. Yeah. So it's like baby Matthew Broderick. This is before Ferris Bueller. This is super before. This is what put him on the map. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, it's him and Ali Sheedy, too. Dude, I, I totally... I can't even tell any scenes from War Games. I don't remember it. Uh, that's the whole the whole Joshua where it's like, uh, let's play a game. Oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah. the whole thing is the, it's like nuclear war. You have to beat the computer before he like, causes nuclear holocaust. Yeah. Then does, yeah, doesn't think he's playing like a game where it really is like fucking like real shit? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> he, yeah, and then he doesn't know that. Uh, and then he hasn't played tic-tac-toe against himself to realize, <laughs> you know what, sometimes doing nothing is better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, but the super, the, story. the super, <laughs> the super fun thing about this is he has to reenact war games word for word. He has to do every, he has to say it the right inflection. He has to say the right lines. He has to do the right actions. Do everything. He has to do everything right. And like, yeah, if he, if he says the wrong oh, word, yeah, it's minus a hundred points. Didn't he say what? And like it buzzed yeah, him or something. One like word that? wrong, you, you get like deductive points. It's like baseball: three strikes, you're out. You're out. That's that's tough. That's is, tough. Is there any movies you guys can do that? I could probably uh, do. No. I could really? do not one movie. I don't think so. School of Rock. Oh my. Hot Rod, Napoleon Dynamite, Spaceballs. I can probably do. Can't hardly wait and almost famous. I can. Nah. <laughs> I probably think <laughs> Maybe American Pie. Maybe American Pie. Legally pot. blonde. Uh, <laughs> oh, 16 Candles, probably for sure. Uh, probably Ferris Bueller. Oh my god, you guys. 
They're such weirdos. Okay. Okay, this is what we're real scared of. Exactly I can do. Really? Can do, this yeah. is what I was scared of. Okay. okay. So back like, to, yeah. Just fucking going on might happen a lot. So they, he, he, get, <laughs> he finally gets through. To, he does it. He, he gets through to the end of the movie, and he can see the light at the end of the tunnel. He goes back into Holiday's Yeah, he kind of did no home. sweat, too, right? Like, yeah, because he, he was like... He was so excited about it. <laughs> yeah. This is the best day of my life. I get to reenact one of my favorite oh, movies. Oh, he was pretty much me. Because yeah. uh, the whole thing, too, is that it's been five years. These people have watched all the movies he's mentioned like 20, 50,000 yeah. times. They've read all the books. They've seen all the shows. Was, he says he's... And all these challenges are like his top favorite. So exactly. His favorite... Classic video games be his favorite movie. It's gonna be anything. His like, favorite toys exactly. and his favorite references. Um, favorite music. Um, and so he he beats it, and then the silver key he gets not the silver key he gets the clue right. Of, uh, uh, for the jade key. For the jade key. For the jade key. For the jade key, which is uh some it. This is. Uh, all these clues I know there. we should have. Uh, the captain conceals the jade key in a dwelling long neglected, but you can only blow the whistle once the trophies are all collected. That's right. So all of a sudden, none of that. Literally, I don't understand how he got any of these clues. That's that's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) But but then he sees he sees that Artemis cleared the thing, and she got the key. Well, he helped her out. He helped her out, and then that's when he finally calls H. He explains everything, and he says, "H, this is what you gotta do." Yeah, so if I can help this random girl, I should better help my best friend. Yeah, and so and so and then H gets on it and he clears the gate and then uh, these two random Dato and Shado, Shido clear it and then the Sixers come in and they just start basically the board is getting stacked. The, the board is getting stacked. And this is uh, like kind of in the in the mix. There we we mm. meet Ogden Morrow, who was James Halliday's partner. Oh yeah, that's that's badass that's dude. There's a, kind of a little backstory right there. <laughs> There's it's kind of important. He's, uh, he's the he's the, <laughs> which, he's the Wozniak to the Jobs and this pretty much because they grew yeah. up friends as their kids. They're BFFs. Because yeah. the whole thing too is Halliday is kind of like on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And Ogden was the only one that was like nice to him in high school. Well, I, I think Ogden was like the more he had like he, he, had, the, he had the pop, he had the, he had the business yeah. perspective. He, had the, he saw him playing Dungeons or reading a book about Dungeons and Dragons, invited him to a game, and that's how shit started. And then we are introduced to Karen or Kira, Kira. Um, Kira. Ogden's high school girl sweetheart, Wife. whatever. Um, and they all play Dungeons and Dragons together, but uh, Kira gives Halliday his nickname. Anorak. 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 And that's what sets it all up. And that's what sets everything <laughs> into motion, but uh, it talks about how... That's feelings get caught. How <laughs> does it feel um, to treat me like you do? Dude, we should have had, like, music playing. Just like, you know, like, I'd be singing along, dude. It'd be, be terrible. Sorry, Laura. Sorry, Laura. No, no. <laughs> We're Gunters. <laughs> These guys um, are beyond. So, Dungeons Dragons, um, they meet. They So, basically, Ogden and, and Holiday go into business together. They start the uh, gregarious uh, simulation systems together. And uh, they have a horrible falling out. Um, and Hall- and uh, Ogden and his wife, Kira, leave the company. And they move start to their Oregon. Own company. And Kira Educational dies. shit. She died yeah. cancer? She died. No, she had a car accident. Car accident. Oh, that's car worse. Accident. Well, they mentioned, during all this, they mentioned, like, how they has feelings for Kira, right? That's the whole thing. That, we'll get to that and later on. Ogden doesn't know about that. Ogden has a clue. Well, he didn't do anything. Like, he, yeah. he, like, he just kept it to himself. He never made a... He never made and that, that was the thing, because, like, everyone assumed it was a big falling out. 
Um, but it was actually, but it's actually a little more low key. Um, he just got mad. Yeah, because the last like ten years, of, or they so, didn't they, talk. They didn't talk, and people were like, "What's going on?" And he and they're not gonna say anything because they're fucking super professional about it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, but we, uh, we, we'll go on to that later. We, yeah, we meet Ogden through the the media because people find out about the Marcival winning. Well, he's a celebrity. He's he a has, celebrity like, the now, to it, right? Yeah, and 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 Ogden's like, don't tell anybody who you are don't make any agreements with people yeah he's like because he knows iowa is coming for him he's doing it like yeah, subliminally he's, he's like don't ask me questions because i don't know a damn thing yeah <laughs> lies like i found out about it when you guys found out about yeah it. which is dope um and so then parzival just shoots the celebrity status because he's like the first one to do it first, first on the leaderboard uh he gets like all his endorsement deals and then he gets contacted. He gets some, yeah. yeah. His phone starts dialing. He gets it by, <laughs> he, gets it. he gets contacted by the 101's, uh, main IOI's dude. main dude. Uh, well, he's, he's just the guy, he's the guy in charge of the Oology, right? He's not the CEO or anything. No, he's, yeah, he's the guy, he's the one in charge of the, the uh, IOI's Gunters. Uh, all the all the Sixers. He's yeah, in charge. Yeah. He's, he's leading the, that. Well, his job is to get the A. His yeah. He, that's okay. that's only what he's for. Yeah. Like they're all the upper mucky mucks are giving him the power to pretty much do whatever yeah, he yeah. can. So he contacts Parcival and he's what like, up? "We're contacting you first. <laughs> you're the first one." He's like, "Bro, come yeah. come to the dark side." <laughs> yeah. Um. And so Parcival's like, "All right, should I? Should I not?" And so he thought of an idea. He gets a little cocky. At this point in the book, I was like, you're getting a little too cocky oh, right now. He shouldn't be a lot cocky. I, you can't, I mean, he's I still a kid, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know if it was... I don't even know if it was cocky. I think the only cocky thing he did was respond, but I think he did the right thing by standing up to them. And he said, did. Like, fuck you guys. Yeah. I know what you're trying to do, and I'm not going to let you do well, this. Because he knew he was going to have an offer. He's like, well, let me go here. Let me hear yeah. yeah. And he almost took it. I would take it. Because he goes... It's like this beautiful place... Uh, he sits him in his office and he's like, "All right, we're gonna offer you like a, something million dollars." Well, they were gonna offer him. They're having power. He was gonna run and take over the. He was gonna be second in command to Sorrento. Yeah. Uh, he would only answer to Sorrento. He would be in charge of it. He'd have all the disposal, all the weapons, yeah, I think all the upgrades. Salary, and then they would give him twenty-five million if he found the AA. Yeah. Uh, and so he was, was like, and then he goes, "Actually, I want your job." Yeah, he's and like, I want you fired. And I want you fired. And then he's like, and then the boss is like, "Call Sorrento." He's like, "Do it." <laughs> Yo ass is out. Yeah. And then he's like, I mean, I guess. And he's like, nah, psych, <laughs> motherfucker. Sit on my finger and spin. He goes, I'm out. And then shit gets intense. Cause like, he, goes, I knew you were bail. he goes, fuck you, Wade Watts. And he goes, how do you know my actual name? He's like, oh, you mean that poor ass motherfucker that lives in the stacks in Oklahoma City with your aunt? And he goes, check yeah. this out. And they had like satellite imaging of his aunt. Well, Parzival fucked up by putting his real information. In the yeah, that's where he realized he fucked up because he accidentally put Wade Watts in a school he thing. Went, and then he, they bribed, the IOIs bribed the principal to release that information, which is a fucking piss poor principal <laughs> selling out like that. Selling out. Um, but anyway, they also don't realize that he has his own little hideout in the garbage, uh, in that random van in the garbage pile. So they think he's in the oh, he's yeah, in the, he's yeah. in the trailer with his aunt, and he says you have to you either join us or we kill you and your aunt. He's like I'm not joining you. You're not gonna do it. And he's like all right, fine. So he leaves and he shuts off and he logs out of the oasis and he like waits silently, kind of in his uh his little thing. And all of a sudden he hears boom. That was good. That was right. Yeah, that was, that was really we didn't good. even time that. That was nice. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I wish I would have done it. Ray jumped. I would have jumped. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, fuck. Um, 
So anyway, uh, they exploded. Uh, the whole thing just fucking. It, not only did it take his aunts, it took like the whole neighborhood out, and it took his and best friend, the sweet old lady. Yeah. Sweet. He cried about her. I cried Gilmore? about her. Miss Gilmore. Miss Gilmore. Was it? Not Ms. Gilmore. I thought it was a nod to the Gilmore girls. I was like, no, nah, that's like two thousand. That's yeah. before, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, but her did. Yeah, it was sad. It was. Sad. Uh, and so he. He pretty much, I mean, not that he that cared about his yeah, hand he either. He was head. just more mad that they're getting away with it because they they made it seem like it was just some meth head blowing up shit accidentally. Yeah. yeah. And there and because there was drugs all over the scene, like they planted the drugs already. Um. So anyway, he just knew he wasn't safe anymore and he had to get out. Like shit, my life is on the line. Yeah. He hit up the Artemis and H and H's like, let's meet. In the basement. Oh, yeah. yeah and he's, and he's the like, high five meeting. The high fives. We are. <laughs> Which is dope. Um, so they they go. It is. Which it's is dope. dope. It's dope. It's like MI five, but it's high five. Uh, oh so they go to the basement, and uh, it's H and Parzival's there, and Artemis shows up, and then Dido and Sh- and Shido came home, uh, and they're you realize that they're Japanese guys um, who are brothers, and they're playing together. Uh, they're very prideful, and they're like, "We're this isn't a team up." They're like, "Just so you know, we're not teaming up with you guys. Like this is." Which I thought was kind of cool, how like they're still keeping their independence yeah, about we're it. We're here to see what you have to say, but we're still on our own. Dude. Yeah, and he and then Percival just kind well, of they're all like that too. Like they're still all pretty like on their own. Yeah, I mean, I they don't really trust each other. I think the yeah. only ones that actually trust each other are H and Parzival yeah. since they're friends. But and they're then all Parzival's just in love with Artemis. Yeah, like all googly <laughs> and, then, and then he gets mad because H and Artemis have like a like a little yeah, thing going back and forth, and he's like, oh man. Fuck. He's like, oh man. He's worried about what every guy's worried about. Yeah. Is this girl gonna catch feelings for my best friend? Right in front of me. <laughs> right in front. Of me. <laughs> right in front. Of me. We've all been there. Yeah. That's so why. has James Halliday. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, no. He didn't want to be a Halliday. Yeah. Dang. I think he says that. He does at the very end. Oh, yeah, because that's what gets him the nut up, right? He was like, I don't want to be... Yeah, that's when he jumps in. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, tangents. Um, um, so you don't need to watch the rest of this. We just gave the whole thing away. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so they so they meet, they meet up. Uh, they pretty much... And Parzal just like, look, uh, the, the IOI knows who we are. They're coming after us. He goes, if you have loved ones, like, be safe. Make sure you guys are safe. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, Died on Shadow, say peace. Artemis and H stick around. All of a sudden, something like random flies off the the wall. There's like a weird thing. Something falls, and H is like, "That was a fucking weird ass glitch in my mm-hmm. thing." That's something to note because later on. Uh, so anyway, so then Parzival just like signs a shit tons of endorsement. He becomes like all this commercialized hero. He gets a shit ton of money, moves to Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, and then he gets like this bomb ass pad because uh, he graduates high school. He gets this bomb ass pad in Ohio. He like gets it like super yeah i think from the first key to like kind of in the progress of getting the second key it's like months now right it's like five six months now yeah it's it's a while because that's the thing that i was getting a little frustrated too oh because then artemis is in his relationship starts blooming this is when they start like she's like i don't want you to message me he's like all right i'm not gonna message you just stop reading my messages and she's like okay we'll, well don't read them then. <laughs> we'll respond <laughs> it says open <laughs> No, you shut up. You hang up first. Um, I, I know you read it. I see it. And it says friend, bitch. At this point, all of the Sixers are on the board behind the high five. Yeah, they they spammed it. Because then there was that thing where like they released... Oh, yeah, because then it goes from 10 and shoots all the way to 100. Yeah. Yeah, there's, it extends. there's definitely 100 people on the list. On the board. On the, and they're, all, board. they're mostly all like uh, the IOIs, the Sixers. Um, so anyway, so then months pass, and they he still hasn't figured out the second clue... Uh, but then Ogden throws this like huge bash, 
uh, and he was like, I'm inviting it's the like high fiver. Yeah, like something. It's some big, some big event, and it's like seventy third. Yeah, 73rd. Damn right. Yeah. You are on point, man. <laughs> Damn, not even looking at the book. He's just pulling it out of his ass. Miss little Gil- things I know. Miss you know? Gilmore. <laughs> I don't know. That, that hit hard. That was a that deep cut. <laughs> Ray still mourns Miss Gilmore. R.I.P. Um, so he, yeah, it's his seventy third birthday, and he's and he's also like this really cool wizard too. And he's and everyone that's everyone's good has always been there. And he invites the high fivers to go. Parzival's like, Artemis, we should hit this up together. And she's like, dope. And meanwhile, uh, Parzival, Parzival has like leveled up to like he's like level twenty at this point. He's pretty high up because he has like these like badass weapons. He has like a badass ship. He has a Delorean that is a Knight Rider with the Ghostbusters mod. He has a Tie Fighter. He has a Tie Fighter. That's dope. It's God, so funny so in the movie. Cool. All of this is super backwards. Like Artemis is the one that invites him to the Zero Gravity Club. Feminism, nice. And it's not Ogden's <laughs> birthday in the movie. Is it yeah. just a, it's just it's a random just, party. It's a random it's like party a where she thinks there's a clue. She, oh, she, oh thinks, yeah, yeah. she uh, thinks that there's a clue in the club. That's nice. He yeah, said Flagler. has a very small role in the film. That sucks because Simon Pegg plays him. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was cool. I really wanted, in my mind, I would have wanted Ogden to be Curtis Armstrong, Booger from uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Damn, that would have been sick. That would have been dope, right? That would have been cool. Um, that's who he was in my that, In the book, I was just picturing yeah. him. But anyway, so they, they show up and it's like this huge, cool dance club. There's like zero gravity zero gra- dancing. More like dancing in the air. And they're. And, Things between Armis and Parswell are heating up, needless to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. They're dancing. They're flirting. He kisses he her, the, right? Is, he has the full bodysuit on he now. He does. Yeah, because so he, he can feel, feel everything. He, can feel all he, the he, he did it. He did it the right way. <laughs> he did it the right way. She's like, did you come prepared? Oh, you sure did. Did you wear electric yeah. protection? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he met Armis and he got that suit real quick. <laughs> he was like, Ooh. things are heating up. I have to feel everything. <laughs> I've never been touched by a woman. Um, so then they, he kisses her and he's like, I have feelings for you. And she's like, he tells her he loves her. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Oh, he pulls bro. Ray. Oh, bro. <laughs> he pulls drunk Ray. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I fucking love you right now. I love you so much. Um, and of course she like uh, backed up. No, cause she's like, I want to, f- yeah. She's like, you don't know me. Cause she's, you know, you don't know me. And we, we she's not wrong. Game, she's not wrong. She's yeah, like, yeah. you only know my avatar. You don't know me. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, I feel like I do know. You. I know your brain. She's like, no, it's not like that. Anyways, Basically, she bails. She's like, fuck you. I got to focus on this thing. She doesn't say fuck you, but she's like, I'm sorry, but I'm out. And yeah. then the uh, Sixers attack the party. Ogden's like, get the fuck out of yeah, my yeah, party. Ogden like, puts his foot down. Fucking like, And then you realize how powerful he really is. He like, waves his hands and like gets rid of all of them yeah. super duper fast. Uh, and, and he tells people, keep partying. Like, don't let that stop. He's like, guys. That was just, it was a nuisance. We're fine. Yeah. Keep it going. Keep it going. Uh, so then Parzival takes off and then he goes to like the brothel. He goes like a brothel planet. I thought that was so funny because he's so heartbroken. Does he? I don't yeah, know that. he's like, I spent a couple of weeks in the brothel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, damn, dude. damn. He oh, because he hasn't talked to H in a while too, because yeah. he's been so obsessed with Artemis and stuff. Uh, and then Artemis gets on the board. She found the Jade key. Yeah, she figured Parzival it out. Is no longer numero uno. And uh, Artemis jumps, and then Dido and Shido jump, and then H jumps. Basically, Parzival got sidetracked. He got. He, he was trying to. He, trying to woo Artemis. He tried to he totally he, forgot about the whole point. He of messed the with game. the wrong head. He was <laughs> thinking with he's the wrong trying, head. He's, he's trying to find the wrong eggs. Nice, Norris. Sorry. Too bad it's Easter just passed too, so all these eggs, yeah, yeah, yeah. all these egg puns are great. Day too late. <laughs> 
Anyways, back so on Artemis track. is number one. So Artemis is number one. Uh, so he's like he's trying to figure out this whole captain holds the key thing, and he's 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 like in a spaceship. He's just kind of like driving around. He finds this uh, planet where it's like it's an arcade thing, right? That was the whole thing. It's like the planet where it's like the pizza shack where he grew up and he sees like all the arcades and he goes yeah. down into like the, the history museum. He's played all of it. He's oh, been there yeah. dozens of times. Then he sees this weird Pac-Man standing alone. It says out of order. No, and there's a quarter on it and video game. For those of you that don't know video game courtesy is if somebody puts a quarter on that, whoever put that quarter, they're next to play. Uh, oh, and he, I know that. oh really? Yeah, no, that's the thing. So like if you, if you're, if someone's playing that's currently, arcade talk right that's there. arcade, that's an arcade way to Shit. do it. Okay. You just put a quarter. It's like, this is my quarter. I get next. Uh, yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> you have to do it with Street Fighter, or you'll never get in. Uh, anyway, so he thinks, yeah, playing Pac-Man, thinks he's gonna find the next key. Well, yeah. Well, then he's like, you know what? I because uh, he knows because Holiday did it. Didn't Holiday do it? He beat Pac-Man with the perfect score. Oh no, he didn't do it. He almost had it. So the whole thing. No, was, Holiday did have the perfect score. Did he have the per- no? Because he beats Holiday's perfect score. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, because you have to get all the dots. You have to get all the fruits. You have to eat all the ghosts every Impossible. single time. Impossible. I can't even do it. Like I can't. I I barely pay attention to the fruit when I play. Yeah, I eat, <laughs> I'm just getting the dots. I'm dotting it out. Um, so he does it, and then the quarter, he pulls it off, and it goes right into his inventory. The thing about Pac-Man, though, he says you can go in that box in the middle of, like, the, the maze and hide out in there. I didn't know that. He said he did that. Like, he was, like, he, yeah, like, I think he goes there, like, kind of, like, he was about to die, and then he found his way in the, the middle box and was able to hide there for, like, a few seconds. Like, yeah. Three? I didn't know you could do you that. You can't do that. You, you can do and that. the ghosts can't go in there for, like, certain No, you can, the only time they go back in there is when you eat them, remember? Right. So that's like a strategy. That. Strategy. No to idea. There's things you learn reading this. <laughs> <laughs> it's writing shit down. Like shit codes. Oh shit. Um. But yeah. So then the coin goes into his inventory. He can't take it out. It's just kind of stuck in his yeah, inventory. What the fuck is this? And he's like, all right, some random coin. But it wasn't the key. Uh. And then he finds out. How does he yeah, find they, out? They go detail. So I was a little pissed off too. I'm like, what? I just read. Eight pages and then you get the key. <laughs> I was like, I just read eight pages of Pac-Man nonsense. <laughs> yeah. And then you didn't get the goddamn yeah. key. What the hell is up, Arvin? Uh, yeah, I thought that was it was weird. Uh, how does he find out that uh, where the J key is? Because it's the captain. The captain is Crunch. No. Uh, no, he thinks it was Captain Crunch. It was definitely in the hometown, and then the trophy case was like a trophy case in Holiday's old house, I think. Oh no, the captain was the captain of one of the video games, one of the role-playing games that he played. Uh, it was was it it was a PC game. It was like a it was a desktop game that he had to find. Um, Captain. The Captain. But didn't he mention Captain Crunch too? He thought it was Captain Crunch because yeah, yeah. that was like his favorite cereal. Um, <laughs> and because he thought it was he wasn't wrong because remember the whole whistle thing. Oh yeah. And it's yeah. like the whistle is part of the prize, but it was the wrong captain he was thinking of. It was the captain of some video game that uh, Holiday used to play. Um, and then he had to collect trophies that in, he ended up doing in the house, in the house, and put them in the trophy case, and then that brought up the whistle. That brought the whistle that he had to blow because once all the trophies are in there, you blow the whistle, and, and the gate that, reveals itself. And the whistle transformed into the, the, the J key. Yeah. The J key, and then is that where the nineteen? This was hard for me because I I know zero about any of these games. Yeah, there's so like, like when it came to the clues and like the gates or like the keys, like. He would read the clues and like, he would go into like, oh, it means this because of this, or he would reference something. Like, I don't know what he's talking it's like, about. What? I don't know that game. I don't where, know. Where's the. Or I don't know that song he's talking about. Like, I didn't. Where are the footnotes? Sometimes, like, there would be times where like, I'll kind of space out because, like, I'm reading something. I don't know who. I don't know what I'm reading. Yeah. I don't know these it's characters. Like, yeah. I don't know this game. I don't know this year. It's like, yeah. <laughs> also, this was. The, the, so the, the Jade Key 
was, it was the, the whole in the movie it was completely different than this. Yeah, the, the it, movie. it was like a King Kong, like what's his name? The Donkey Kong? No, the Kong. Kong was in it. King Kong was King in Kong it. Was T Rex from Jurassic Park was T-Rex in it. T Rex from Jurassic Park. The DeLorean was used. DeLorean's in the book. Yeah, it it was used in like this this race that they would do. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. You were telling me about in the movie the first literally the first thing is a race. It's not even yeah, joust. Yeah. Yeah, it it was a race, and it was that like he ended up having to like go in reverse to get through the game past Kong because no one. Yeah, even all the clues Kong. were like so different. That yeah, it was completely different. Yeah. So it, it was just it was strange. <laughs> it was. Strange. I think that was the first challenge though in the movie, wasn't it? Yeah. That was the first one. The second, second one, one was, was the zombie. Oh, the second one was the shining. They re- That's right. Re-enact, like, That's the dope. Shining. That was. I wish that was in the book. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, I was pretty bummed to see war games, but I mean, I guess the shining made up for it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'd rather have had it done like just reenact all the old '80s movies. <laughs> yeah. That would have been dope. That would have been. And cool. Weekend at Bernie's. And Kira was involved in that. She was, but. She wasn't involved in the book. She wasn't. She wasn't that involved in the book. Mm-hmm. She was just kind she of. Just kind oh, of they like, mentioned Kira more in the movie. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, she's part of like, one of the challenges. She's the one of the challenges that they think <laughs> that it was his lost love. That makes sense then yeah. to the whole. Yeah. Triangle. Sorry. So, back to the book. Back to the book. They get anyway, the and it's wrapped in like a, a foil. foil. It's foil. That's what it is, right? Yeah. Um, and that's a reference to something. To Blade Runner. To Blade Runner. Well, That's does, right. It's ex- the the Oregon, the, yeah. the unicorn. He doesn't get that like afterwards. Though. I didn't, I never would have guessed it. Like I, I didn't get it either. I would never. <laughs> oh, keys wrapped in paper. Oh, Blade Runner. I, I, like, how did you get that? Totally <laughs> mixed. Yeah. How did you not get that, Ray? <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're the biggest Blade Runner fan I know. <laughs> so disappointed in you. But right? yeah, so he gets to J Keys wrapped around paper. He reads the clue for the gate. Continue your quest by taking the test. That's it. And that's oh, and then that's when he realized he has to go. See, like this is my this on top. This is one my issue one one issue of the book. Like that clue right there. Yeah. How did he figure out that was? Dude, you have to all. If you think about it though, in perspective, these people have made this whole thing their lives. It's true. You and I and Lauren only know certain things because we brushed with it. We we watched it. We enjoy it. Like I get I get the clue now. Like once I found out it was Blade Runner. Yeah. But before finding out, like I had no idea it was me Blade Runner. Like what? There's two senses. Like it does like, not make any sense. Does not compute. I mean, yeah. I mean, but, it is. It is what it is. Um. So after that, read that again, more. After you have to complete the test, because didn't continue your quest by taking the test. So eventually, after he figures out that this has this references Blade Runner, he goes to the Blade Runner world. Because in Blade Runner, to in order to figure out if you're an android or not, an android or not, they they test these mm-hmm. androids, mm-hmm. ask them simple questions. And basically, how do you know if someone passed? How do you know someone's human or not? Because human will answer it like how they answer it, and the androids kind of like they do a different. It's like a different. Uh, they, they're slower. They they don't know what some things are. Yeah, because doesn't Harrison Ford has to do it? Yeah, he says like okay. usually by twenty five questions he can tell who's human or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's like one of the things, and so I guess that reference test is like the Blade Runner test, and they figured out that the origami on the paper that was wrapped with the key. Reference the origami okay. in the movie, but at this point, when he gets the key, uh, Dido and Sh- and Shido show up at the house too. Remember, 
uh, because then the the Sixers start showing up and they start like blocking off right. certain things, and then or they, they start, start doing like force fields. Yeah, so nobody can get in, yeah. and they like kind of hog a good chunk. So Dido and Shido try to get in, and then is it Shido that dies? Shoto. Shoto dies. No, no, Dido dies. Shoto dies. I've been Dido. saying it wrong this whole fucking time. Yeah. Sorry. No, Dido has just been killed. <laughs> and not not in and not even in the game like in real life. Yeah, he, he uh, committed suicide. Yeah, he's but jumped he out of the window. He, we all know what happened. We, we will find out what happens. <laughs> um, which sad. And so you see literally uh, Di- you see Dido's. It, yeah, which is weird. That's I, so that they should have kept his death out of respect for the character. Yeah, such so bullshit. Yeah. So I was actually this is where I pissed off. I was like. I was so happy. I was like, "All right, cool. Nobody's dying this movie, or this book." I was like, "There's not going to be like a Dobby incident or anything. Yeah. We're gonna be, we're gonna be dope." And then fucking Dido dies. Yeah. Um, Dido. And then his name disappears from the scoreboard. Everybody moves up a step. Yeah. Um, and then when Dido dies, then you find out more about the, both their relationships. Oh, Shoto seeks They're him not, out. Yeah. Oh, and then there was that whole thing where he does the Superman, where he gets the pill. Like he does the old. Uh, Japanese show that uh, Holiday Watch, and there's this ch- there's this quest that he, do- that he does. So to make peace with uh, Dato and Shoto, he invites him to do it. They get this pill that like the super pill. Yeah. And uh, he's like, no, you guys get to keep it because this is your thing. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where like yeah. they have kind of like a bond. And thing. then we find out they were like Shadow or Dido and Shoto. Yeah. Weren't really brothers. No, they uh, they just found each other. They found each other online and they they hit it off. And they they thought they thought they like let's be brothers. Which is dope, is because Dato and Shoto are actually names for samurai swords. The Dato is the bigger one, the Shoto is the smaller and one on the back of the thing. Yeah, because yeah. that's what they were. There was like a one-two punch, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and they were like super national heroes in Japan. They were putting Japan on the map because they were the only Japanese competitors that were on the board. Yeah. Everybody else was American. Um, and uh, so it was super sad when when Dato dies, and then Shoto goes out to seek uh, Parzival after it and he kind of he gives him the the he gives him that pill that super pill this all rapidly so he finds a key and that happens yeah he goes to his fortress of solitude afterwards and then showed up approaches him and he's like and that's when showed up tells him everything yeah like he's like i'm gonna tell you because i trust you uh and he goes you have to do this dido would have wanted you to have this he goes i don't think he killed himself like i think something else happened to him um and Parcival's like, fuck, this is shit got real. So after kind of spending some time, he jumps. That's when he jumps to the Blade Runner world. He goes in. He takes the test. He goes because to the Tyrell. He goes to the Tyrell. Yeah. Because at this point, him and Artemis are second place. He jumps to second yeah, place. Yeah, Artemis already did this, right? Yeah. Yeah. She already, he already crushed she already, yeah. Oh, no. And then Sorrento's did it. Doesn't Sorrento jump up to first place then? I think so, because that's that's when he puts the third key. He gets the third key, he's already at the third gate. He starts like fucking moving forward. He's like starts putting everything in force fields after this. Yeah. Oh god, that was so annoying. I know, that was like <laughs> and that's why the Sixers suck ass. Um so he figures he figures out, he takes the test, he goes to the portal. This is what the rush thing happens. So it's right? basically yeah, this part he's doing like another war games kind of. Where he's kind of reenacting like the test scene of Blade Runner. Yeah. And then he, but then he has to do the actual, like he has to play the actual notes to the, because then the waterfall opens up. He goes with that waterfall thing after right. he does it, and then he has to play the notes for the the rush, like the whole. Is it the whole album or no, is it a certain? Oh yeah, because yeah, he finds once he gets past the second gate, it goes really quick to the third key. Yeah, it's super fast. Yeah, it's super fast. Oh damn, I thought this was gonna be the build up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I guess since Sorrento's yeah. already like fucking speeding through it, like a. So he crushes the Blade Runner scene. Of course. Basically, it's the Harrison Ford scene when he's interviewing uh, Sean Young's character. Mm-hmm. 
in the Tyrell Corporation. So he nails that, and then he moves forward right right away to the third. Yeah, because there's, there's like a, a, a again another the fucking clue key for the key up. was like a Rush thing or a Rush reference. Yeah, right? the and band Rush. He has a. It was a certain song off the certain album that he had to play. He had to play the, the solo to it, and he does it. He nails it. Uh, yeah, it's like, I, like the, there was like a floating guitar. I was like, damn, I never played guitar in real life, but I could crush it. Yeah, like, he was like, I knew exactly, what, I knew exactly what to hit, so he plays it. Yeah, he play a whole Rush song. Yeah, entire which is hard. If you ever listen to Rush, those guys are ridiculous. They they rush. Whoa, you blew my mind. But yeah, so he he crushes the drum solo. Or the, I mean, the guitar solo. <laughs> no one can crush a Rush drum solo. Neil Peart is the best goddamn drummer on the planet. Um, anyways, yeah, so. Uh, he does it. He gets. He gets the key. He gets the final key. The crystal. The crystal key. The crystal key. Yeah. After you play the the guitar, literally like turns into a key. Yeah. And then he gets a plan to. Because uh, then he figures out that Sorrento's just bogarting fucking uh, Amorax Castle, which is on uh, its own kind of separate planet, and they're not letting anybody in. They're trying to figure out how to. This one starts getting like heavy. Heavy, heavy. <laughs> and then he sends Artemis. At H a letter like an email like this is how you do it I'm gonna be going dark for a little bit like hang tight and this oh, is yeah. and this is and this I know I know for a fact this isn't in the movie this is not just movie. from the trailer but I thought this should have been because this is like super cool on well, the movie uh, Artemis gets caught by the yeah but see that's the thing he doesn't get caught he willingly gives himself True. up because he switches his identities because he switches his identity the first time to not be found by the to Bright, like Bryce yeah something. yeah and then he, he was going in there yeah and then he switched back to Wade Watts and they find him a ballsy move. super ballsy move I was like oh man he's doing another thing he's gonna get somebody killed like he did his aunt yeah <laughs> and <That's> uh, selfish <laughs> you goddamn asshole <laughs> um so yeah, so then the the IOI show up at his door. They break through uh, and they arrest him, and he pretty much becomes like an indentured servant to the IOI Corporation. He yes. has to do like certain program stuff, paying off debt. Yeah, because uh, he has like a quote unquote insurmountable debt. Yeah. So basically, Artem- like a- it's literally the reverse in the movie. Artemis yeah. has all the debt, and she sacrifices herself. And I guess that's cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, as, I, I, I kind of wish I would have seen the movie first and then read the book. Yeah, but. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> this is where it gets kind of convoluted too. I was like, "There's no way he planned all this." Like he's he's fucking smarter than he lets on. Because what they do is they put like an earring in your ear because they keep note of you at all times. Yeah, how he camera. escaped the IOIs? Like I don't know how he didn't get caught. Yeah, for sure. And then he then you what you do is you you can you're only limited to so much resources when you first start out. As you become more of a loyal servant, you get more things to watch. You get more food. You get more rec time. It's pretty much prison. Yeah. Um, but somehow he rigs the educational television and the camera to where the camera kind of puts on a loop. And then he hacks inside of the educational thing. He gets a backdoor into the IOI's database. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets the recording of when Sorrento threatened him and admitted to blowing up uh, yeah, he gets all the house. He gets when Dido died. You find out that the IOI jumped Dido and literally pulled him out of his Oasis gear and threw him out of the window, which sucks ass. You have all the information. He saw he saw an actual photo of, of Artemis. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, "Damn, she's yeah, she's not bad." Yeah, she's, he's like, he's like, "Wow, she actually looks she uh, has, like her." Avatar. She has a birthmark in her eye, and, and, and Wade's just like, "I'm is that, oh, that's it." Yeah, he's like, he's like that, <laughs> "I'm totally cool." That, that was your thing. Yeah. He's that like, uh, her thing. "She was scared." I mean, lonely like, it guy takes here. So much longer for them to meet in the book than it does. Dude, they don't meet till the last two pages. Yeah, <laughs> it literally end, it ends with them meeting yeah. the book. 
Uh, spoiler insane. alert. That kind of pissed me off in the movie. They met like 20 minutes in. Yeah. That ruins it. Because yeah. it it's, really all that build, it's all that build-up. Um, it kind of takes like the whole like big chunk of the book. Yeah. yeah. You're like, but I guess it's kind of aching cool because we, we meet H later. And that was True. kind of unexpected. Too. But H is, H is cool. But like the whole point is like not a sexual buildup, but like a relationship kind of tension of like, is he actually going to like, I just want them is to meet at this point. There was like, kind of, there was two, there was two eggs. You know, there was the holiday and there was just him seeing her in person. Like that's what, what we were kind of waiting for. Romantic <laughs> egg. Gunter. Uh, Gunter. Uh, so he takes all that shit. He puts it in a down, he puts it in his uh, memory drive and then he switches back to, uh, his secret identity. So the, the thing is gone. He breaks out, um, and then he contact, and then he goes to like there's like this video arcade or like this kind of weird. It's like a store where they get to where people get to upload for free if they don't have any their own Oasis gear. Yeah. Um, and the dude's like, yeah, it's gonna. He's like, I need this for like 12 hours. He's like, that's a lot expensive. He literally throws a shit ton of money at him, and he's like, just let me do it. He's like, all right, dude, do you? Uh, so he goes through, and then he contacts. Pars- he, par- he contacts Artemis and H and Shoto and is like, we have to meet in person. Like, we have to at this point. Like, let- oh, no, he goes, let's go to the basement. Let's go to H's basement. We need to talk. They all go and show, and he's like, yeah. Is Sorrento number one at this point? Yeah, he's number one. Yeah, because remember, he's at uh, our MRX yeah, Castle. He's already there. Mm-hmm. He's already there. He's trying to figure it out. Um, and so he's like, we they're, they're all- we have everything. They have everything on us except H because H is like super hard to find. Uh, he goes, but I have all the information. We can do this, but we have to launch an assault. He goes, if we all team up together against them, uh, we can do it. And then Ogden fucking appears out of nowhere. And he was like, he fucking is like Jesus. He's like, uh, he, <laughs> it's like, oh my god, Jesus. I heard the angel sing it when that part. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Uh, he like, he's like, guys. Let me hook this up for you. And he's like, ah, you guys remember I'm a rich motherfucker, so I have planes yeah. for all of you to come to my place where we won't be bothered by any of those uh, IOI assholes. Um, I'll fly all out. He's like, Artemis. He's like, Shoto, I've got a, there's a destination for you. Artemis, I'm sending a plane to you. He goes, H, can you pick up Wade? <laughs> yeah. Dude, everyone gets fucking limos. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a broken ass H's van. And yeah. H is like, all right. And then he, he H tells uh, Parsley, he's like, look, I might not be what you expect when you see me and he, bro, he's like, I really don't give a fuck yeah, at yeah. this point. He's like, you're not fucking art. Come save me, <laughs> bro. I don't give a fuck. I don't know what you're <laughs> looking for right now. Uh, H, but just get your ass over here. Um, save my life. so anyway, so the, the van pulls up, he walks in. This is a really cute scene to me. Yeah, it kind of was. I was like, read it very slowly. Like imagine him I was just, like, like walking slowly going into the van. Like, and then he, and, and she's just like sitting there grabbing the same, like not even like looking. looking. And then like, and then it turns out H is not a man. It's a woman. It's a, it's a it's an African American uh, overweight woman. overweight chick who's also a lesbian. Uh, she she is living in a van because her mom kicked her out because she's lesbian, which sucks. Yeah. Um, but she's out there. She's killing it. She's crushing it. She she gets she lives because she owns in that uh, arena. Uh, and she's literally not looking at him the entire time as she explains this. Yeah. And then he kind of well, they explain on that plane. But when he walks into the, the van, oh, that's right. He's kind of like reading it. I just saw him like taking baby steps, and they build it up pretty well. And like she doesn't even like turn or like look at him, and he just kind of like creeps to the side of her, like. And then he starts talking yeah. shit, right? Like yeah, he starts yeah. talking shit, like they did in the thing. Like he's like, 
Oh, so cool. Because and then he's also a little embarrassed. He's like, I told you shit about Lady Hawk, and <laughs> yeah. I've told you like a lot of personal stuff. And I thought I was talking to a guy. It's different when you yeah. tell it to a girl. And then he talks about like, yeah, every time we talk about girls, like you crush yeah. it every time. Like you, we, we <laughs> you're, bonded. Over you're that. better at it than yeah. I am. <laughs> Oh, um, it was funny. But it was nice because then she kind of cries because she's like so happy that he's, he's like totally cool. being so cool about it. Yeah. And he kind of cries and they hug. It's really sweet. Uh, yeah, they, after like the opener is like age is like Z and then like they're just like they hit it off like they were. Yeah, it was the super dope. Yeah, it was cute because he was like, oh, that he wasn't even upset about her being a lesbian or a He was just embarrassed. Like, he was just like, oh, you lied to me. But I can't be mad about it yeah. because, like, <laughs> you're kind of like my they're only friend there, right the now. Sides are all there. <laughs> it makes sense. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so they go on the plan. That's when she reveals her personal story. They make it to uh, it's Oregon or see Washington. It's Oregon, isn't it? Oregon. Oregon. It's Oregon. They go to Oregon, Oregon to the hideout to Ogden's mansion. Ogden's mansion, which is super nice. Uh, we find out, and Ogden greets them, and he's like in a robe and shit. Like he's like a, he's fucking balling right now. I picture him just like yeah. regular sandals. <laughs> Like silky boxers with like the fucking just really nice rope, and he's like, "Guys, so glad you made it. The others have already showed up. They're all hooked up to their Wade's gear." And then Wade's like, "Is Art? Is Art? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, cool. Where's Art? Is And she's like, she's like, uh, "I'm like, chill out, dude. Take yeah, a cool shower, out, Wade. Yeah, she's yeah. not gonna see you until after this. They're logged in. They're working. Out, yeah, right? which is dope because like they all have like their own kind of like pods and shit. <laughs> Uh, it's it's fascinating too because Ogden's so involved in the book and in the so involved in the movie he's he's barely there barely there but he plays the he plays he's part of two the, scenes the curator he plays a curator in the virtual world so like Halliday's yeah. stuff um yeah he Blah. like shows Blah. them Blah. Blah. yeah he just like shows them and like. Oh, yeah, because that's I'm the thing. Because Ogden, shot. Ogden mentions that like the the high five have all made him like kind of reinvigorated him too, as well as like doing this because he remembers Halliday, he, him promising Halliday. Halliday had made Ogden promise on his dying bed, like don't let this game fall out of hand. Like you you have to oversee it, make sure the right people win. And remember in the basement when they first met and that random thing fell off the wall. It was Ogden all <laughs> along. Um, yeah, he kind of creeped in on him. Well, he was just checking out. He's like a guardian, you know? And he just wanted to make sure the right people wanted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was just, he was pretty much just whatever, the last, James' last wish. Yeah. He was just fulfilling it. Um, and he's, and they were like, are you going to help us? Like, do you imagine how much, how awesome that would be? And Ogden's like, no, no, I'm not going to help you guys. <laughs> like, that's, that's not fair. He's like, but I'll watch. He's like, I'll definitely watch yeah. you guys. He's like, I'm watching. I'm cheering for you guys. Um, so, and then that's, and so he walks him through, he walks way to like his thing and that's where he asks him about the falling out. Yeah. And well, that's when you realize it was about, it was about Kira, Kira because Kira, because James wasn't a sociable person and he didn't really like talking to women. He didn't talk, he didn't go do well with that. But the only person he felt really comfortable around like that was Kira yeah. and he just never did anything. And, and Ogden was like, I was in love with her. She was in love with me. Like we didn't think anything of it. So, he didn't, and he didn't obviously didn't say anything. Yeah. And he wasn't going to say anything. No one. Yeah. No, yeah, it was just like a, and so it kind of he Halliday kind of hit it away, and it festered, and he kind of took it out on. Yeah, yeah. On so him. then Halliday felt like he had distanced himself because they feel like seeing them together, he kind of like would get upset, get jealous. Totally get it. Yeah, yeah it's painful. Been there, been there, bro. <laughs> been there. <laughs> you guys have been through kindred, kindred spirits. <laughs> you don't know what like until you brought. <laughs> In my soul, <laughs> soul brothers. Um. So yeah, so it's kind of sad. You realize that, like Halliday is actually kind of a sad dude, uh, a lonely, dude. a lonely dude. 
but a smart guy, a smart genius. Um, so anyway, so they figure it out. And then what does he, he asked Ogden something right before. Uh, that's what we, we covered. Like, he asked him like, so what happened? No, he asked them one more thing. He says, do you, oh, he says, do you know what the gate is or something like that? No, I think uh, Ogden's like, because Wade's like, can I ask you a question? Ogden's like, like if it's help about the, the game, dude, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, that's what it is. And he's, yeah. and he's like, never mind. It's like, no, dude, it's, uh, what happened to you? That's right. Okay. You're in holiday. Yeah. Wasted shot. I, also, too, I totally forgot. Uh, we didn't talk about Black Tiger after oh. Blade Runner. So, real quick, after Blade Runner, backtrack. My we bad. had to play Black Tiger, which that after that, then that's how I found the rush clue to find the crystal. I've never actually played Black Tiger. I've seen the game. I've never. I've seen the. I've seen the like actual arcade thing. I've just never played yeah. it. It's never something that's interested me. I think that's why we forgot. That's probably why. Uh, it's not uh, something. Just had to throw that in there. All right, back. Yeah, because he has to do. He has to do it flawlessly. Right. That's the whole point. Yeah, yeah, without dying at all. After um, you just crushed Pac-Man, right? Yeah. <laughs> or was that? No, no, no. Pac-Man was, was the quarter. This was okay. during the gate. So many games. So many so games. Many. So little time. <laughs> so back, back to where we left. <laughs> so anyway, so he plugs in. He sent uh, as possible. Wade sends uh, the like flag of help to all the gunters, saying, "Guys, mm-hmm. IOI is a piece of shit. Yeah. It's like it's about time we just all unite together and attack them full on." And they all they basically he's just like up that he just shield. like let's make sure these guys don't win. Yeah, he's like, look, this isn't about who wins this. It's like this is a bigger than us. This is about protecting yeah, the oasis. I mean, second place, but let's not. Uh, yeah, let's make sure these guys <laughs> don't I'm not win. bitter about this. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> um, so then they all agree and they all meet up on the planet. Shit goes down. They blow up the shield. They blow up the shield, uh, and then uh, Sorrento gets like, I don't really, I'm not really too familiar. Oh, so we miss. They're not. They aren't at the third gate yet, are no, they? No, no. Because Shoto gets killed off before the But we gate. missed after Black Tiger. We missed. We got to go back. Okay. This gate okay. was... This, there was too Sorry. much... So much in this gate that it's hard yeah, to... it was imagine. more than just finding it. But after he gets... After he beats the Black Tiger, he gets to pick robots, remember? There's yeah. like different type of robots yeah, yeah, to pick. Yeah. Iron Giant's there. Gundam's there. Trigun's there. Or not Leo, Trigun, Gundam. Was there the Leo Podrin or... Oh, the Leo Podrin, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And then he picks... Uh, he picks Halliday's favorite uh, one, which is like the, some random Japanese show. I think it was the, the Leo Porter one, right? Is that it? That's the one he uses, I think. Uh, so anyway, so he grabs that. So he has a mech, pretty much. Um, and he uses it in the battle. And then you realize... Well, all five of them are all robots suited up. Yeah. And then Sorrento whips out Mecha Godzilla. Pretty sick. Which is right. dope. Which is dude. dope. Which is dope. Dude, yeah. That, that was in the movie. That was. That, that was, was a movie. I was stoked about that. And he was a bitch. Mecha Godzilla was a pain in the ass in the movies anyways um so they fight and then shoto it's all like a shoto, robot war now yeah shoto sacrifices himself for uh for weight for parzival mm-hmm. uh yeah, and then parzival break because he killed he his suit breaks and then he hits the pill that uh di- that shoto gave him that dido had oh, yeah the super that's ultra power why, that's yeah. why i was like we have to mention that Gundam. because he hits it the pill Gundam. no it becomes the uh, big ass japanese superman or whatever. ultraman ultraman yeah, yeah. and then he like he Pretty much wrecks. Who was Gundam? Uh, Shoto was Gundam. Shoto was Gundam, uh, and he wreck he wrecks Mechagodzilla. But and, he like runs out of time. Yeah, yeah I was, when I was reading this part, like I had to Google all these characters. I don't know <laughs> yeah. anime no, the, or anything. The, ja- the Japanese, the obscure Japanese stuff. Like I, I like anime, but also like, too googling it helped me like visualize this whole scene. Yeah, like, no, <laughs> for sure, which made it more epic. <laughs> like, you oh, know, sick. All, all these guys are fighting. <laughs> I bought like little action figures. And, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was in the bathtub. I was like, yeah. Um, no, and then um, okay, so the Mega Godzilla gets wrecked. Uh, 
Thanks, dude. Oh, and then this was like weird. Apparently, when he was captured by the IOI, he hacked a robot to get like a bomb mm-hmm. uh, to do to carry out this plan around this time. So he took like this fucking the big catalyst. ass bomb. Uh, not the catalyst. It was like a bomb to blow up the IOIs from the inside. Oh, okay. Yeah, the shield things. Oh, and he yeah, took yeah, it up yeah. and it dropped the bomb and it blew up the shield. That's how they were able to go inside. Anyway, so then it's Artemis H and uh, Way and Parsible. They make it into. They make it inside those three keys. Yeah, then we, we we and they mentioned they we think because Sereno tried opening the key, but he needed two others. So I think there had to be three. No, he had it. no. They had all three keys, but they just couldn't figure out what to do with it. And then. So they realized it was Schoolhouse Rock. That's right. The reference of it. I've never actually, I've actually never seen that Schoolhouse Rock episode Maybe they it. talk about. Maybe but they had to sing it in that certain way. And when they do the gate open, but then wasn't it as soon as the gate opened, that's when they used the catalyst. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as it opened, yeah, it's just a big light. Because so, light. and if we haven't mentioned it before, if you don't know, the catalyst was this thing that it was a, it was, it was a, a rumored weapon. It was an artifact, or what do they call it? Uh, ruin or something it's like that. Level ninety nine, or was that the movie? Artifacts. They, they call them artifacts. It was There's artifacts. Like things that you can... But it was, it was rumored. No one knew if they had it or not, but nobody could find it. It was a thing that could obliterate literally a whole planet, no problem, uh, and everybody in it. Dies. And yeah, and so everybody was worried. Everybody didn't want to piss off the so Sixers. Yeah. Because they, figured, they, they were afraid that was going to happen. The Sixers saw that they were losing, so they used... So they, they bitched out. They, bitched, they pulled a bitch move, and they blew they the whole cheated. thing up. Yeah, exactly. They basically took the game out of the cartridge. Yeah. So they did. <laughs> they unplugged the controller. Yeah. They tilt, yeah. tilt, tilt. That tilt. is how I would play a game. Yeah, yeah and I will never play with you. me off. I would smack a hoe. Dude, I don't talk to those friends anymore. <laughs> I cut them out of my life. <laughs> I was at their wedding. I don't talk to them anymore. Yeah, you still talk to Jim. <laughs> Nadi, that pull, pulls games out of cartridges. Oh. Jim who? Yeah. <laughs> Dead to me. Anyways. <laughs> Um, so anyway, everybody dies, but Parzival, because you realize that the quarter that he won yeah, he was an extra life. It's like a Scott Pilgrim yeah, type like, shit. It's like, whoa, what, why am I still alive? Yeah. But what sucks is he got reset all the way to level one. So he has no power-ups. Yeah. He just has his old he just school didn't, shit. He just, he didn't reset. He's just still where he's at. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Uh, he didn't start back to level one. But what sucks is that he's on the ground and the gate is hovering above him and he can't fly. He's at that level yet. How does he... I forget how... I think all he still all had all his shit with him. No, he didn't have a shit because the inventory cleared because he technically died. He just restarts. Everybody everybody has to restart at level one, but he just got restarts level one but stays where he's at. But there's a there's a reason as to why he's able to jump because remember he can still hear Artemis H, uh, Shoto yeah, yeah. and Ogden in his ear. Doesn't Ogden guide him or don't they help him out? No, Ogden doesn't help him out. Ogden's like, yeah, I, I, yeah they start shouting things out at him. I think they, they, it's from the Tempest. They help him like get to the. That's top when of he's that. in the gate, the That's Tempest. The gate. Uh, he gets to the gate somehow. I forget because remember he's like you got you got to hurry. Sorrento's on his way. Uh, he, because remember, Sorrento's got, Sorrento's name gets off of the leaderboard, yeah. but he's using another uh, one of their other organizations like IDs to to do it to yeah. to go in. Um, I could have sworn he still had all his inventory. No, he jumps on like meteor or something like that. Like it's like a super shoe. Uh, no, it's not a super shoe. That's stupid. Uh, a super shoe. Oh no! Uh, fucking Artemis gives him her, her chops. Oh, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's no, because like since she's dead, it's like oh, there's all my chucks. That's right. He finds them. everybody else's yeah. artifacts and he grabs it. He that's what it is. Yeah, right. he's like go. He's like go grab my chucks. You can fucking jump. You can fucking do anything with those things. <laughs> I love those shoes, man. 
Like, Lace them up. Yeah. Um, I need to go buy some chugs. I love chugs. I, <laughs> I only wear chugs. Yeah, so he throws on the chugs and he can jump high as fuck. That's, that's what it is. That's yeah, and up. that's how he gets in there. So he gets in the gate. Right off the back, the very first thing is – is it Monty Python? No, no, no. The first thing is Tempest. Tempest. That's right. And he's not familiar – he's, he's not familiar with this game like at all. Uh, and then uh, – but Artemis is – Which is an old Atari game, right? It's an old Atari game. And Artemis realizes – Are you guys familiar with Tempest? I have no idea what it is. I haven't played Tempest. I don't either. Um, I haven't played any of these. So. And uh, so Artemis kind of walks him through it, yada, yada, yada. And then he beats it. And he jumps through, and next thing you know, he's in uh, the Holy Grail, which yeah. I fucking laughed so hard. I love yeah. that movie. He it's just, such a good movie. He's a, <laughs> and so, and yeah, basically all these challenges were knocking, playing a video game perfectly, again the high score, and then reenacting a movie. Then reenacting a movie. Um, and then the Sixers are starting to gain. Yeah, yeah Sorrento's on Sorrento's gaining on him. So they're and and they're like, well, Sorrento's cheating because he's using the lines. And they're like, well, we can give him lines too. So they're giving him lines. He's like, I don't really need it, but just in case, because uh, remember, you get bonus points for using the right. Yeah, everyone died, but there's still other IOIs and other planets. Yeah, remember because so after that they just and that was the whole point. So Sorrento could hijack whoever's account exactly. is and just who's still alive. Exactly. Uh, so they're they're creeping up while he's fucking. Reenacting Monty Python. <laughs> <laughs> your was it, uh, your mother smells like elderberry. Dude, your mother is with a half. After reading this book, I just want to like take a whole week and watch all these movies. Dude, Monty Python's <laughs> coming to Netflix. I'm super stoked. Uh, anyways, uh, so then after the he clears Holy Grail, the next level is um, he get adventure. No, that's right. He goes into this room and it's, it's his it's, room. It's Halliday's uh, room for the last fifteen the, years of his life. That's right, and it has literally all the consoles. Ever made? Oh, then, yeah, and then there's a password tip. He has to figure out what console to turn on. There's like, was there's three fucking things. Four yeah, things it was that he had to. Yeah, it was like it was like a three. Pro, it's the last yeah, one. It makes sense. That's right. It's a boss level. Um, it was basically everything. Could, yeah. yeah. So then he he plugs it in. He figures it out, and then he has to play adventure, and he has to find the Easter egg that inspired James Halliday to do well, all. Well, according it. to the book, I think right. Definitely in the movie, adventure was like the very first. Yeah, thing that had an Easter egg. Yeah, because Atari because uh, uh, Atari didn't uh, give developers their own credit. It would just as a company. So the guy that made Adventure gave Atari the middle finger by in the code writing his name, game developed by this, this, and this, and yeah, there's yeah, a certain yeah. room you have to find. It, it's literally by wandering, yeah. wandering yeah. around. Yeah, that's and that's what was so dope yeah. about Adventure at the time. It wasn't like because you had Pong and you had Tempest, and then it wasn't. It was just kind of like. It's very standard, yeah. And like static. Adventure was like you was like the first RPG you could walk around. You're like a little block. You just walk around. There's like a dragon. There's a key you have to unlock and stuff like that. Super dope. Uh, way ahead of its. I mean, it was the first one to ever kind of do that, uh, which is beautiful. So anyway, so he finds it, and then uh, it's instead of the developer's name in the in the hidden room, it's the egg, and he grabs it and he finds it, and it says, "Congratulations, you won, Ready Player One." And he hits it. All of a sudden, he is face to face with James Halliday himself as Emmerich. He did it. Emmerich's like, "Dude, congrats! You have literally nineteen hundred ninety-nine million dollars in his account. You are in control of the Oasis." And then he's like, he gives him a button. He's like, "This button shuts down the Oasis." He goes, "I I knew what I was creating, but I didn't know how powerful it could get." Yeah. He goes, "But I figured whoever wins this, I can trust you to know when to use he it." He has the key. He has the key. So to basically, shut it down. if it gets too much or 
He's like, yeah, if you do it, make sure you're doing it because you can't go back. Exactly. And then what was super dope, he was like, okay, well, I guess this is yours. And he transfers, like, all the powers. Yeah, basically. In, like, he's in God mode. Power. He's in yeah. God mode. He's God mode right <laughs> yeah. now. Like, he has invi- he's invincible. He's got all the powers. He all can track instant everything. transportation. He, he can do whatever. Yeah. And he's God in Oasis now. Yeah. And so Holiday's like, all right, peace out. And his, he just vanishes away. And then he plugs it. And then everyone's, like, going crazy. Oh, because then he also released the video of Dato's death. And him threatening Sorrento, threatening uh, Wade, and he sends the news. So the news arrests Sorrento, yep. like halfway through the game. That's why he was never yeah, finished. They, they pull him out of like the game, right? Yeah, they, they drag they, him out. They drag all him out. Uh, so all all in all, happy ending. And then he pulls out. He pulls out the game, and Ogden's like, "She's waiting for you in the garden." <laughs> oh, my God, I know. It's so she's waiting, for, she's waiting for you. And so he like he goes and he's like, yeah, he pumps all the lawyers for his Artemis. Out. His palms sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. Yeah, what is ours do? So like waiting outside, she waits in a maze. No. Oh my <laughs> it's like God, God damn it, when these puzzles. Over. If I was if I was wait, I'd just take like a fucking weed eater and just like cut through the grass. Just <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she's like sitting, like facing, oh, not even facing him, just like facing away. And oh um, God. I feel like it's the shining that's about to happen. Like I'm, she's gonna turn around and be that ugly old boy. <laughs> she kisses him in the bathtub and it's kind of all and then that's he not what happens. That's no. not what happens. That's in our happens. version, that's what happens. Uh, so then he he goes and he like brushes her hair to the side. Does he? he? I don't know. Jesus. I don't know. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, I'm making it interesting. You're spice it up. Well, let's just say he does. This is my fan fiction. Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, Josh. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, and she's like, he's like, I think you're beautiful, and yada yada. And then he was like, oh, for the first time, I was able to enjoy the outside. Oh yeah, he got real. And then it ends. No, no. He said, for the first time in my life, I wasn't in a hurry. To, to go, go back to the Oasis. Yeah. Which is nice. That was a nice way to end it. I was <laughs> like, I was like oh, dope. Yeah. You, you discover it outside. Oh, God. And we ended it. We did it. And that's it. We did it. Thank you so much yeah. for yeah. sticking around. So, it was so hard not to go off topic. <sighs> Thank you. We, we went, <laughs> Laura knows. We we went off a couple of, we went off topic a couple of times, but we, we reared it back in, which was important. Um, if you have any questions uh, that we didn't address, if you have other stuff to say, uh, we don't have any of the social media set up just yet, but what you can do is reach us at notyourmomsbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. I love that. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> it's such a mouthful. Notyourmomsbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. It's all one world. All one word. It's all one it's world. Late. It is right? late. It's all it one, one world. world. You're still in the oasis, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was nice. Thank nice, you. nice plug. Um, so, <laughs> so I have to ask you two, overall, book or movie? Book. Book. Yeah? Dude, and if you would ask me this like five months ago, I'm like, what? Never would believe I would choose a book over movie. Yeah. <laughs> movie, hands down. I mean, the, the movie is great. It's just not. Like, it's... It's, it's a different so story. Different. It's just so a, different. The challenges so, are different. So many more challenges. So much more detailed. Yeah. They go into characters more. Yeah. They barely touch any of the characters. Well, I think what sucks, and we were talking about it, is if they try to make the movie with all the references, all the storylines, so, it would cost so much. Mo- well, it would cost so much money. All the all the they, rights they, and stuff. They could make it into levels. 
Yeah. They could have done that. And that's because, like, the book is split up level one, level two, level three. I thought it would have been cool to do the movies like that, make it a trilogy, make money that way. That's true, dude. You know? That yeah, way you I was thinking, like, they would have done two movies. Were they Ready Player Two? That would have been stupid. No, just Ready Player One, level two. That's, yeah, that would have been dope. Yeah, you see, like, it just makes Cover sense. Cover key. <laughs> or, yeah. So, in other words, hey, Spielberg, <laughs> next time you want any uh, recommendations, feel free to hit us up. <laughs> Ready Player One and the Holy Grail. Nice. Damn. Word. Um, yeah, I, I really wish it would have been the trilogy. Yeah. I would have been, been cool with that. Uh, Do it back to the future status. To be continued. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. They, they could have like, done, done it cleverly. Spielberg's getting old. He's lazy, dude. It's like, oh, don't say that about my <laughs> I mean, dude, he's he's got he's got his moments. 30 years ago, he would have made this trilogy. 30 years ago, he would have oh, killed dude, it. With yeah. Him and Zemeckis. He, he said, him and Zemeckis, hand in hand. He said this was uh, like top five hardest movies he had to make. Oh, I'm sure. Because, I mean, this is such a beloved book, I feel, especially by people that are so it's active. It's just like virtual reality is still like, it's still... But it's like that on top of pop culture. I mean, it, it's his yeah. stuff, too, that's also mentioned in the book. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like he has to it's play with I mean, they had, it's it's it took him years like, just to get things copyrighted to be in the movie. Yeah, because this book came out in 2010. Yeah, the sound. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, I can imagine the sound. Which is super dope. Because, I mean, yeah. I did like that Ernest Klein did write the screenplay at least. So he had some input. So he has some. Because he also wrote, if you haven't seen the movie Fanboys, Ernest Klein also wrote the screenplay to that, which is super Fanboys. dope. Fanboys on that. <laughs> um, but anyway, so. That one has a lot of Easter eggs. That one has tons of Easter eggs. Yeah. A lot of Star Wars references. Never. 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 Easter egg yeah, hunt. I got YouTube stuff and like see what Easter eggs I missed. <laughs> oh, wow. What did I miss? What did I miss? What did I not geek out on? All right, so what we do is at the end of every episode, we are going to rate the book on a scale of 1 to 10, depending, uh, but specifically to a certain type of rating scale to the book. So. Since this has mostly to do with 80s, on a scale of 1 to 10 Rubik's Cubes, Ray, where do you rate this? Oh, man, it's hard because it's very hard for me to give anything a perfect 10. But? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it a 9. Oh, he stay, he's sticking with this. Which is range. pretty much a 10 in my mind. <laughs> and a 10 uh, is an 11. Yeah, it's a 9. Ray has a very a weird hard scale. Nine. It's a hard 9. What's your score? Now you go, you go, girl. You go, I you go, go, I go. Okay, I'm going to... Just because I have a hard time with the the games, like I just didn't understand some of that, I'm mm-hmm. gonna give it a seven. Ouch! Wow. That's um, a hater score. That is a hater score. Um, <laughs> that's a C. That's like maybe, I didn't understand it. Some hating on it. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, I, go ahead. It, it was it was super in, entertaining. It's just like sometimes I got lost in what in the the. The gaming world. I just didn't understand it. I don't know any of those references, so I had to like stop and look. I mean, I'll give you that because like if you don't, if you didn't grow up playing this kind of stuff, or even in like the arcades now, are familiar with any of it, it did it. It sucks that you can't visualize. Yeah, storyline alone. I mean, it was great. I could probably give it a a nine. Like the storyline, just because I didn't understand a lot of the references, it kind of took me out of it. Yeah, if I would have known like my classic video games and anime, I probably would have given like a a hard ten. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea that. <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna have to give it. I'm gonna have to give it a nine because I think to me it dragged at some points. Mm-hmm. There was too much exposition mm-hmm. and there was too much. I kind of like through like when he got yeah, what he wanted. Because like, alive. especially between 
after him clearing the first gate and then the Artemis stuff and then like him moving to Ohio and all that, I was like, uh, whatever. <laughs> I was like, and then like him developing the Max Headroom oh, AI yeah. and stuff. The first five chapters are amazing. It was solid. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I, I finished this book in one day. Yeah. Like I, I and once I, I couldn't put it down. Um, it was, but that it was moments like that that made it super hard. So that's why I can't really give it a ten. But all in all, this book had me. I was just, yeah. I was totally enraptured by it. It was beautiful. Um. So I guess. So those those of you that are hardcore gamers that are like really invested in the the gaming community, this would be a nice break from that virtual world. It's a good book for. Or if you're a skilled gamer, you can listen to the audio book. Yeah, it's fine. It's uh, like it's like, Will Wheaton actually reads oh, really? Ready Player One, uh, which is super dope. Yeah, because uh, it's Will Mother F and Wheat. Yeah, I just realized that it's an online uh, virtual reality game, and they're going in this world to play old classic games. <laughs> Beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Wow. Gameception. <laughs> Gameception. <laughs> a game within a game. So uh, I guess the next book we're gonna try to read is Catcher in the Rye. Ooh. We're gonna get super angsty. We got super video gamey. We're gonna get super angsty. Probably. Oh, I'm not excited about that. I irony, ironically, <laughs> listening to Lennon, John Lennon. Uh, too soon yeah uh so hopefully you guys can join us in on that uh again thank you so much please uh like and subscribe this uh to to this podcast uh wherever you can listen to this share us with your friends because the whole point of this too is uh, a book club is a community um and this does not it only gets more fun the more people that become uh involved uh so tell your friends uh, tell your coworkers. you can tell your moms just because it's not your mom's book club doesn't mean your mom can't also she partake. Can she can join. Uh, we do cuss a lot, so I don't know if your mom has sensitive ears. Please. She probably doesn't. She says shit behind your back, and you know it. Well, my mom does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kidding. I love you, mom. Uh, but anyway, uh, you guys have any last things you want to say to the to the listeners? Read the book. <laughs> Read the book. Very astute. Like, Very astute, right? It's awesome. <laughs> Read the book. See the movie. Send us. Feedback? See the movie first, then read the book. We'll keep 80s alive, because the 80s was an awesome era. That's why I'm giving it a hard night, dude. I love the 80s. I love the 80s. Dude, so that's why I couldn't go lower than that. That was the thing. And that's what sucks, is that we couldn't go too deep into the... We couldn't nerd out too much, as much yeah. as we did nerd out. Sorry, Lauren. <laughs> she rolled she rolled her eyes. I knew when we had to go back on track when Lauren's like, you guys. She, <laughs> she, gave, she, she, gave, us, she gave us a look. Uh, but thank we'll you guys. again. Yeah. <laughs> It's so I can't help it. Uh, anyway, we love you guys. Thank you so much. Stay nerdy, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>